Welcome to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Perda. I'm a life and marriage coach for moms, wife, mom of three, and I'm also an Aries, and for my fellow human design nerds, a sacral manifesting generator. This podcast is for women who want to be happier in their marriage as they navigate their journey through motherhood, even if you're like me and you weren't shown how while growing up. Inside, we're going to be talking about breaking generational cycles when it comes to how to handle conflict in healthy ways, redefining motherhood your way, and prioritizing your well-being because here, we believe that women don't have to sacrifice their happiness to be a great mom. And a quick note to mamas listening with kids around, you may want to pop your earbuds in because nothing is left unsaid on this show, which means there may be times where something I say isn't meant for little ears. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Marriage and Motherhood podcast. So today uh, we're going to be talking about emotional intimacy. Before that, I just wanted to say how excited I am to be here, to be sitting at my desk today. I feel so grateful that I get to work today because this week has been a dumpster fire (laughs) to say the least. Uh, It's been a really long week, Uh, starting with my stepdad having a mini stroke, but we didn't know that, right? Um, He was about two hours away caring for his mom. That's what he does during the week because he's retired. And I get a call saying he had a stroke. And I'm just like, shit, that's not what I want to hear. And I'm panicked and, you know, his mom is 90. So that means he's by himself at the hospital. And so that was really, really scary. So I drove down there with my sister the next day to, you know, visit him, make sure he's okay, take care of my mom because she's freaking out because, of course, right, her husband is not doing well. And um, good news is he's okay. Luckily, he knows the signs to look out for when it comes to a stroke. So his symptoms were really minimal. He recovered super fast. I'm so, so grateful. And I came back. And then my son is complaining about hip pain. And the next morning, he's still having hip pain. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so done with medical things right now because my husband's been experiencing a lot of health issues lately. And so I, oh my gosh. Anyway, all that to say, I'm very excited to be here. (laughs) And for those who are really going through it right now, I am with you. I feel you. And I hope things get better for you. Remember to take care of yourself because I really had to do that for myself. I've had to just kind of take it easy with work, give myself grace. But I'm so excited to be here today to talk to you about emotional intimacy. All right. So when we typically talk about intimacy, like the first thing that pops up is always, oh, physical intimacy, sex right? Uh, And what intimacy actually is, is that there's like all kinds of types, right? There's all kinds of types. And when we actually think about the word intimacy, it means closeness. And there are lots of ways to feel close to someone. Now, in a marriage, the two biggest types of intimacy 
are physical intimacy and emotional intimacy. And both play a part in how connected you feel with your spouse. Feeling connected is more than just regularly having sex, okay? But if it were only about having sex, then communication issues wouldn't be as big of an issue, right? You'd have something happen, and as long as you're regularly having sex, then nothing's an issue. But that's not how it works, right? If, if that's how things work in a relationship, that's called avoidance, right? So having sex does not resolve conflict. It does help you feel more connected, but it does not fix things. It can help you forget about it, but really it's a temporary way to forget about your issues because once you come off the euphoric feelings of having sex and you come back to reality, things still feel hard and you don't feel close. There's no true intimacy going on. It's just that physical connection, which is also important. Whereas when it comes to emotional intimacy, it can make a really big difference in how you experience conflict, right? So think about when you are experiencing conflict with your spouse and you don't have emotional intimacy, right? You're feeling like maybe you don't matter. You're questioning how much you're on the same page. You're questioning how supported you feel. You're questioning how accepted you are, how safe you feel about expressing yourself fully, right? So let's rewind and actually uncover what emotional intimacy is for those who are unfamiliar with it or kind of have heard about the phrase tossed around, but you're not really sure exactly what it is. Emotional intimacy is trusting that you can share how you feel and what you need in a safe space that's free of judgment. Emotional intimacy is what allows you to feel like you can fully be yourself with that person. And in this case, we're talking about your husband, right? You can share all your dreams, your fears, reflect on how you feel, what you need with that person, and share what you've noticed about yourself, including the parts that maybe you're not so fond of or proud of. Emotional intimacy is most likely what you have with your best friend. The ability to be vulnerable without any repercussions. Just, I am who I am. I'm sharing it with you. I don't feel judged. I feel you still accept and love me for who I am. And you are supporting me through it all. I feel safe and I trust you. So I'm going to be vulnerable with you. This is what emotional intimacy is. Which is why friendship should always be at the foundation of your marriage. Without that, good luck. Okay? Good luck. Without emotional intimacy, it's very difficult to make progress during conflict because there's a lack of trust between you two. The way you communicate is most likely filtered. Perhaps you feel like you're walking on eggshells 
or your husband feels like he's walking on eggshells. You're not actually sharing your true self. You're showing a side of you instead of all of you. And even the side that you show, it might be highly curated, where it's like, I, I can only show this aspect of me, but even then I'm trying to make myself appear a certain way. And when we wear a mask, we're not actually allowing emotional intimacy to be built. We are very much like, kind of like social media, right? We're like showing the version that we want to show versus letting our spouse see us for who we are, for the person that's still in progress, right? Like I like to think of all of us as a work in progress, right? We're still a masterpiece, but we're still a work in progress. But when we don't show our full self, when we lack that trust, or maybe our spouse lacks that trust to show their full self. Conflict is a lot less productive and a lot more detrimental to the relationship. Now, in order to have emotional intimacy, you've got to take a look at all of that. You've got to take a look at why am I doing that? Why am I feeling like I have to present myself a certain way? Or maybe you're not even trying to present yourself a certain way, but you're allowing your emotions to drive how you interact with your partner in a reactive way. Okay. When you have emotional intimacy in your marriage, you feel lighter. You feel more resilient. The sex is better. The time you spend together feels a lot more fulfilling. Emotional intimacy makes every aspect of your relationship better. But in order to have emotional intimacy, you've got to have safety. And safety is a two-way street. Safety is a core foundational aspect needed in all significant relationships. Okay? Now, when we think of safety, again, like intimacy, we immediately go to physical safety. So yeah, it goes without saying that physical safety is incredibly important. It is essential. We all have the right to feel safe physically. We should all be in a relationship that allows us to feel safe physically. But emotional safety is also important. Now, here are signs that you and your husband have done well because it takes the two of you to create emotional safety in your relationship, okay? Now, I'm going to speak to this in terms of what you have control over, and that's you, okay? So here are signs that you have did a good job in building emotional intimacy and safety. And when I say doing a good job, I mean that you have acquired the skills to do this. It's not that because you lack it, that you're an awful person. You were likely not shown how or taught how, and this is totally helpable, figure outable, everythingable. Like this is something that could be changed. Okay. So here are some signs. Your husband opens up to you and shares what he needs. 
He's willing to be vulnerable and share how he feels, even when it's not what you want to hear. He asks you how you feel and what you need. He's actually genuinely interested in knowing that about you. He listens intentionally when you share what you feel and need, even when it doesn't feel comfortable for him to listen to it. When there's emotional safety in the relationship, that's when conflict can easily transform into opportunities of growth and deeper connection because there's that level of vulnerability that's coming between two of you. You're able to actually work with truth rather than what we think we should say or what we think we should uh, bring up that is the issue, but that's not actually the issue right? So many times when I help my clients sort through their conflict, they always think it's something up here. It's something surface level, but it's actually something deeper than that. And when you actually know the issue and you're not able to, or not willing to, maybe you perceive that you're not able to share that level of truth It's stunting the ability for emotional intimacy to be built, but also the ability to give your husband the opportunity to step in and do what he needs to do to remedy the situation so far as what he's responsible for, right? There's a responsibility that you hold as well, personal responsibility for your experience. But if you're not able to be vulnerable and honest and and have that type of truth in the relationship, you're setting the relationship up for failure. The fix that you're waiting for is not going to come because it's unclear to him, possibly to even you, on what the problem actually is. So it's left up to be a guessing game, which can cause a lot of frustration in your husband and even in yourself because it's a mystery. You have these issues, you know you don't like where you're at, but you don't know what to do to fix it, okay? Now, without emotional intimacy, conflict will just stay a conflict. And this is the cause of you experiencing those cycles of arguments where it seems like you're arguing about the same damn thing over and over and over again, when done right, conflict should evolve. Even if it's the same topic, it should evolve because with each problem, which each conflict or argument, it should be used productively. It should be something that you can evaluate. What did I learn about myself? What did you learn about you? What did we learn together about how we work as a couple so that you can get to that place where you're constantly evolving your partnership to be even stronger, okay? Now, here are signs that it's time to consider improving the level of safety within your marriage. Again, under the lens of what you have control over, which is yourself, right? So here are the signs. He doesn't ask you what you think or feel. He agrees with everything you say and do, or just like, yeah, whatever you want. Okay. He doesn't share what he feels or needs. 
And when asked about how he feels, he tries to change the subject or says, I don't know, or gets passive aggressive, like, why do you care? Instead of answering the actual question, okay? The last sign is he opens up more easily to others than he does to you. Now, if this is where you're at, take a look at how you can create more emotional safety in your interactions with your husband, in how you react to him, how you're listening, how you are communicating. There's a lot of areas of growth that you can take a look at that can create emotional safety and build your emotional intimacy with each other. So it's not a lost cause. But with consistency, the trust that comes from this safety can be rebuilt. Trust is such like a vital thing that your entire relationship is built on. And without that, it's really difficult to feel like a team because you're questioning each other all of the time, every move, every word, every tone, everything. Okay? Now, once you have that emotional intimacy, you two are going to be able to connect on such a deeper level than you ever thought possible. And then when I say that your marriage only gets to get better, you would actually believe me, right? Your marriage gets to be better, but there are certain aspects of your marriage that need to be present. And emotional intimacy is one of those big, big, big things that needs to be present in order for your efforts, the work that you're doing on your marriage to actually make a difference, right? I, I have a teenager, so naturally testing boundaries, right? Trust is a really big topic nowadays in my household. And we're trying to teach him like, look, if we can't trust you to make good choices in this area, it's not, it doesn't stay with that, with that area. It actually leaks into all the other areas, right? We, if we don't know that you are making good decisions here, then where else aren't you making good decisions? Same thing for your marriage. If there's no trust there, like, hey, do you have my back? Can I actually be me? That's going to leak into how you experience daily life together, right? This is the person you chose to build a life with. Daily life should be pretty good, right? Like maybe with some blips because all relationships have issues and that's normal. But if you can't feel like you can work as a team to overcome these issues, that's something that needs to be changed and, and improved upon stat, okay? Marriage should not be stressful 24-7. Majority of the time, it should actually be enjoyable, okay? Like, go figure, right? That's why you did it. That's why you decided to get married. And so I wanted to remind you of that. And so if you're identifying with some of the signs or all of the signs where it comes to, oh, I, I probably could do something to improve emotional intimacy, Focus on that because it will be worth your effort, okay? Now, I understand your ego might be going off right now like, 
alert, alert. What about him? What is he going to do? Okay. Now that's part of the work for you is to focus on what you can control. As you build emotional safety in your relationship, that will change the entire dynamic. Okay. Once you show up differently, once you're able to hold healthy boundaries for yourself and for him, he's going to notice that he cannot interact with you in the same way anymore because you are not responding the same way as you did before. And so this is how you can influence him to change just by leading by example. No forcing needed, no telling him he's doing it wrong needed because all that backfires anyway, okay? So release that need of needing to tell him what to do. Focus on who you want to be in your marriage because in order for you to have the marriage that you want to have, right? Like when you think about, I wish my marriage was like this, you've got to be that version of a wife to have that. You cannot stay where you are doing the same things that you've done, expecting to magically have this other version of a marriage. Okay, so you've got to grow into that version of yourself, sort through whatever you need to let go of resentment, let go of your resistance or reluctance to do the work, and then you will have that. Okay, and if this is something that you want support with, this is what I do. This is what I do. Okay, I work with you through all of that stuff all the mindset stuff, all the resentment, understanding yourself on a deeper level so that you can communicate clearly what it is that's happening within you, communicate what you need, right? Give you the communication skills needed to have him not get defensive and actually want to listen and engage in a conversation with you and rebuild that partnership because like I said, Marriage is here for you to enjoy. It's supposed to add to our life. So if you're wanting support, reach out to me. Let me know. I'd be happy to talk to you about what it would look like to do this together so that you can enjoy your marriage again, okay? Because that's what I'm here for. I want you to enjoy your marriage. You deserve to be happy. Your kids deserve to see you happy. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Emotional intimacy is such a core thing that I wish everyone knew how to do. In fact, I wish I knew how to do this earlier, but it took some time and it took practice. But alas, I am here and I just want to bring you along with me because it is so, so different how I experience my relationship now than before I knew how to build emotional intimacy, create that safety in my marriage and be able to be myself. We should all be able to be ourselves, especially with our significant other. I hope this episode helped you out, helped your marriage. And if you want any help, reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you about what coaching can do for you, or you could check out any of my courses. And I'll catch you back here next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I hope that this episode helped you deepen your relationship with your husband and more importantly, with yourself. If you know someone that this episode would help, please share it. 
All right. See you back here next week. Bye.